Hello, I'm Tanzin, and welcome back to English Sound Building, the advanced pronunciation podcast that celebrates the physical side of language learning, encouraging you to do the work to build muscle, muscle memory, and master new sounds. Always remember that successful communication is possible in any one of the thousands of global English accents. There is no ideal. But learning about pronunciation leads to clearer speech. It will help you with your listening. It's fascinating and it is fun. And that is why we're here. If you find it useful to read as you listen, podcast scripts are available on the podcast webpage and on my Patreon page. That's www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. I believe in free education for all those who need it. So everything on my Patreon is free. Just scroll down on the main page. However, support for the podcast really is appreciated. So a big thank you, as always, to those of you who are currently supporting me on Patreon or who have done in the past. And of course, if you like what I do and you are able to add to that support, whether short or long term, please do. Finally, if you're new here and you would like to follow me on social media, come find me at Instagram or Facebook at English Brick by Brick. I'm pretty inactive over there at the moment, but there are loads of old posts to scroll through and I do reply to comments and messages. So this week we are back on one of my favourite pronunciation topics, connected speech. Working with advanced level learners, as I do, I find that studying connected speech is often key to really unlocking those super high level listening skills and that learning to produce the features of connected speech really gives my learners the feeling that they're moving towards truly fluent speech. And it's often really fun and interesting to notice the way that the sounds feel in their mouths and the way that connected speech changes the way the sounds feel in their mouths as well. I also find it interesting that working on connected speech often really improves on difficulties my learners have had with other sounds made in isolation too. So this week we are back with the idea of intrusive sounds. We spoke about this last season in episode 32, Be Afraid, Be Very Afraid, with intrusive Y. So please do go back to that one for a refresh if you need to. In that episode, we saw how y creeps into link vowel sounds between words in faster speech. And in particular with y, that link is from words ending in the long vowel e or words ending in the short vowel i, including the diphthongs oi, i and a, and then words beginning with another vowel sound. And I'll remind you that that use of the phrase creep in was very intentional. This is not a conscious decision, but one which happens naturally as the mouth transitions seamlessly from one sound to the next. In the case of w, the intrusion happens where a word ends in a rounded lips vowel sound. So we're talking about o, u, or the diphthongs o and ow. And then the next word begins in any vowel sound. We may notice that there is a letter W in the spelling at the end of that first word, but there doesn't have to be. For example, if we think about the phrase two or three, if we listen carefully, we notice that that W letter from two is pronounced when linking with or two or three two or three. But we can also think about the phrase go outside where there is no written W, but where we still hear that W sound coming through to link between the O and the O, go outside, go outside. 
A common place where we see this is with the word to, which tends to take its full form and link with this intrusive word in connected speech rather than using its weak form. So I'd probably say, for example, I'm going to a party, not I'm going to a party. It's just easier that way. So we're not practicing any individual words today because we need more than one word to see this feature of connected speech coming through. Instead, we'll start with some common chunks of language which contain this intrusive w. So the sorts of groups of words you might say on a daily basis in one context or another. As you listen and repeat, try to notice whether you naturally also insert this w, or if you would probably pause slightly between the words and sounds. As with all features of connected speech, all speakers are inconsistent here. So nobody's going to produce this intrusive what 100% of the time. But if you notice yourself pausing a lot, really try working on giving your mouth permission to make that link with what, because more frequent pausing may affect the perceived fluency of your speech. And that in turn may affect the perceived level of your language overall. Okay, so we're going to start by looking at the chunks in isolation and then we will look at them in some example sentences. These are just some examples of many, many common chunks with w. Listen and repeat. Do I? Go out. How are you? I wanted to ask. No, I... Now and then. So while two or three who are you and I. Well done, and we'll do those one more time. Do I go out? How are you? I wanted to ask, no, I, now and then, so I'll, two or three, who are, you and I. Well done, and now let's look at some example sentences with those chunks. These are things I might say on a daily basis. It would be absolutely fantastic practice for you to go back to the script to look at those chunks or to listen to those chunks again and to see if you can think of some sentences that you might say on a regular basis using those chunks. This time I will read the sentences as usual three times. So the first time slowly for you to grasp the meaning. I'll pause for a little thinking time and then I'll read it twice more at a more natural pace and um, pausing after each one for you to repeat. Sentence one. Okay, so do I just click on this link? Okay, so do I just click on this link? Okay, so do I just click on this link? Sentence two, and there are two in here if you listen carefully. I'll go out later. Can I get you anything?
I'll go out later. Can I get you anything? I'll go out later. Can I get you anything? Sentence three. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Sentence four. I wanted to ask if you got my email. I wanted to ask if you got my email. I wanted to ask if you got my email. Sentence five. No, I haven't read it yet. No, I haven't read it yet. No, I haven't read it yet. Sentence six. Try to revise the vocabulary every now and then. Try to revise the vocabulary every now and then. Try to revise the vocabulary every now and then. Sentence seven. So I'll send you that link later. So I'll send you that link later. So I'll send you that link later. Sentence eight. Can you make two or three sentences with the word? Can you make two or three sentences with the word? Can you make two or three sentences with the word? Sentence nine. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? And sentence 10, you and I should practice this another day. You and I should practice this another day. You and I should practice this another day. Good stuff. And finally, we're going to practice with a rhyme and a song. So we've already seen this intrusive w this season and in the past with that wonderful Carolyn Wells limerick, a canner exceedingly canny. In the line, one morning remarked to his granny, where we drop that in his, we hear this intrusion. Did you notice it at the time? 
Let's try that limerick again and see how you do. We'll start line by line and then we'll read through the whole thing. I'm going to read at normal pace from the get-go here. A canner exceedingly canny. One morning remarked to his granny. A canner can can anything that he can. But a canner can't can a can, can he? Well done. So did you notice that to his granny in that second line there, to his granny? Let's try it one more time the whole way through. Either try to read with me or pause the recording afterwards to repeat it yourself. And don't forget the script is there on the podcast webpage or in Patreon if you need it. A canner exceedingly canny. One morning remark to his granny. A canner can can anything that he can, but a canner can't can a can, can he? Well done. And finally, a song which you probably know if you're happy and you know it. The w comes through in every line of this one. Know it, know it, know it. And you can add as many lines as you like. So it's a great one to practice. And as a bonus, there's an intrusive y in every line too. Happy and. We'll just do the first couple of lines. We will start reading as words and then we're going to move on to singing. As usual, you'll have to put up with my awful singing. I'm sure that yours will be much, much better. So the first few lines um, I will read at a natural pace. Please listen and repeat after with me line by line at the beginning and then we will start singing and go the whole way through. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Well done. And you may have noticed an extra intrusive work coming through in that third line in the show it as well. So we'll now try singing. Listen, if you know the tune already, then feel free to sing with me. Otherwise, listen again, pause the recording afterwards and repeat. We'll start reasonably slowly, line by line, and then we'll try to go all the way through. And of course, feel free to do the actions as well. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Well done, and we'll go one more time a little bit faster. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Fantastic. So those of you who know the song, you will know that you can add any action that you want to after know it. You can stamp your feet, you can nod your head, you can shout out loud, you can jump up and down anything that you want to do to express your happiness at how your pronunciation is improving. Well done. That is the end of this week's workout. As always, practice as often as possible to build muscle and muscle memory, slowing the podcast down or speeding it up as you need to. I'm, of course, back next week and it is season recap time already. So as usual, we'll be having fun with some tongue twisters, rhymes and another song as well. Enjoy sound building and I'll see you then. Thank you.